0: than a hundred unique styles of beer each with their own set of ingredients process guidelines history and experience if you're a beer lover an industry leader or somewhere in between a better knowledge of beer style will improve your life and your work
1: welcome to a sense of beer style essential beer style training for those who want to lead in food and beverage i'm julia hers
0: and i'm jeremy storton
1: we're advanced cicerones, beer judges, homebrewers, and we're excited to guide you through the vast and wonderful world of beer styles. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, my cohort in beer, Jeremy, and you're listening to A Sense of Beer Style. We could not be, as I say at the beginning of every showcast or prep episode, more excited to talk about what we're about to talk about. And in this case, we're still in the german wheat beer range jeremy is doing that oh so enticing sound of opening a bottle uh mm-hmm. which is a different sound jeremy than opening a can however i digress let's stay on the topic of german wheat beers and today we are featuring weizenbach this is a style that is basically a um Weiss beer but brewed to Bach strength um you have an example that is very well known. There are both pale and dark versions. I have an example from Schneider Weisse Aventinus Weisendoppelbach, that's actually the original from 1907 dark version of this beer. Game changer style. There you have another. Oh my gosh. Man after the Yes, let's why not, right? And we've got um a really fun i think showcast to go over here and uh what i want to do is at least set the tone with the ingredients so jeremy just take us to through characteristic ingredients that then will lead into the sensory aspects of weizenbach
0: yeah absolutely and um you know of course uh, for those of you who are listening and not watching i just opened up an Iinger weizenbach and i just showed a can of Schneider, Weiss, Aventinus, uh, Weizen, Doppelbach. Um, the ingredients for these—I mean, these are German wheat beers. So, by tradition uh, and by—I uh, don't—I don't recall exactly if it's a specific law, but everyone follows it nonetheless, pretty much. But these uh, these uh, uh, Weizen beers are are using at least a minimum of fifty percent malted wheat, and sometimes even more. Uh, and if anyone has ever brewed, uh, home brewed or commercial brewed with wheat, you know that that stuff doesn't have holes. It can gum up. You can get a stuck mash. So that's tricky, but they pull it off uh, perfectly. Um, but with these beers, uh, Julia, you mentioned that uh, the Weizenbachs can be pale, like a Hellesbach, or they can be dark, like a uh, like a Dunkelweiss or a Dunkelbach. Uh, and it just depends on the ingredients. So besides that 50% or more uh, malted wheat, we're looking at uh, a Pilsner malt, we're looking at uh, a combination of Munich malt, Vienna malt, and in some cases, even some uh, caramel malts that might uh, get in there as well, as particularly for uh, color and some of the flavor in the darker versions. Um, one thing to note on this is, uh, for, as far as the process goes, is decoction is typical, it's common, that's how they develop those uh, Maillard flavors, uh, particularly in the dark ones. But they are going to use a bison ale yeast, which really identifies this from any other beer style, just that characteristic uh, banana bread in a glass type of aromas and flavors. Um, and an, another little process thing to uh, mention about this is uh, they they tend to use a little bit cooler fermentation. And, and I don't honestly don't know what what temps that we're looking at here, but. Um, but they're using, uh, you know, the, the grain that I mentioned, the, uh, um, the ale yeast, but one thing I didn't mention is hops. Now we know that hops are in here. It is a beer. They're using hops. The hops are there to balance. Um, and, uh, it, it, I would imagine that they're using their German noble hops, but there's not a lot of hop character in this. And we'll talk about that next when we get into, um, you know, the appearance and the sensory aspects of it. But, uh. Tell us about how this, since I'll hold it up, and or actually, you've got your dark beer, I've got my pale version. Let's talk about how this looks.
1: And so we're talking appearance, and the first thing that the 2021 Beer Judge Certification Program Style Guidelines, which if you listen to our show, Sense of Beer Style, you know that's the style guidelines that we overview and follow, you've got... Very thick, moosey, long-lasting head or collar of foam and see what you're seeing in my glass. Um, Says that can be hazy, right, meaning not fully clear or brilliant, and have a shine from wheat and yeast. That shine word is a little misleading. That just maybe means a little bit of haze and cast from that haze instead of I like the word
0: glisten. I like the word glisten when we talk about that.
1: That sounds so poetic. I love it. Listen. (laughs) And then, you know, dark versions, dark amber to dark ruby and brown. We are right there in the mix with this example. And pale versions, Jeremy has one, uh, would be amber in color to gold. Sorry, gold to amber is a better way to say it. With very white to off-white color foam. My color foam has a little bit of tan in it. But really what we're after, because I want to finally drink this beauty, is let's get to aroma and then we'll talk flavor.
0: Yeah and again, you know, uh, let's talk specifically first. I mean, granted uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, my 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 glasses kind of a dark gold and, and Julia's is is uh, a little bit quite a bit darker actually. So we're gonna, we're going to talk about this as two separate beers for for just a second. Um, uh, the the lighter version uh, aroma wise can be very much like a, a hellesbock. Uh, you get this bready, grainy, uh, sweet wheat aroma. Granted, you technically can't smell sugar, but you have that um, impression of sweetness. It can be bready, toasty. Um, excuse me, and and that's pretty common for the pale versions, along with this medium-high to high-rich maltiness. And and that's this is a, a malt and fermentation-forward beer. Uh, just to kind of put it in a category. Now, when we're talking about the darker ones, like Julia shows in her glass, you have everything I just mentioned, but now we can start adding aromas of, of dark chocolate, maybe caramel, definitely some dark dried fruits, um, and that's going to come through the, uh, the esters from the malt uh, itself. Uh, and that's just a malt-forward version of it. The uh, aromas that are coming through uh, from the uh, fermentation products. Now, granted, we've got uh, banana, we've got clove. You can get some vanilla out of it. But there should be no hop detected coming through this. Uh, this for a true Bavarian-German uh, style. Um, uh, the alcohol—you uh, can actually smell a little bit of that alcohol in these Weizenbachs, box, which are stronger, and that can be low to medium. And it can come across as just kind of like this—this this heat or this uh, maybe a little bit of peppermint uh, impression. It shouldn't be hot. It should never be harsh. It should never be solventy or complex. Uh, I'm sorry. It should never be solventy, but the aroma should be complex. Sorry, that's where I was going with that. Um, mm-hmm. The funny thing is, in the in the previous versions, uh, there was mentioned that bubble gum was okay, and in the 2021 guidelines, they're saying that bubble bubble gum is not okay. Now, granted, I've tasted plenty of German style half uh, and a little bit of that bubble gum aroma and flavor comes through, and it's not a bad thing. But but to be clean and to be authentic, we want to vanilla is okay, bubble gum, you're out. Um, but there but there should be no bubble gum, there should be no berry-like uh, aromas, there shouldn't be sour, shouldn't be smoky. Despite the phenols and the cloviness of it, it should not be smoky. Um, and that's uh, that's the aroma side of both the pale and the uh, the darker versions of it. How about the flavor, Julia?
1: Right, and uh, you're listening to Sense of Beer Style, we're talking about Weizenbach, and I get to talk flavor. Yay, for me. <laughs> Um, And everything Jeremy just said, the aroma really leads into the volatile compounds that you're also going to get a sense of sensory wise when you're tasting, but you're going to add to that no hops, medium high to high malty rich sweetness and significant bready grainy wheat flavor, um, low to moderate banana and spice, clove, vanilla, yeast character. Uh, But adding to that is now bitterness which you wouldn't get that in the aroma because bitterness is a basic taste. Low to medium Mm -hmm. bitterness can give you a slightly sweet palate that's balanced and so that's going to help some of the residual sugar in here be a little balanced. One of the beautiful things about the beverage of beer is when hops are in play using for bitterness it bitterness balances sweet that's just an interplay that works very well. Um, So you are going to get that sense you're also going to get a sense of that the beer typically should finish dry. Again, the style guidelines are trying to take words that we perceive on a spectrum and put them into sentences. It's very hard to say, in my view, that this style would ever really finish dry based on the final gravity of the residual sugar that's there. But you want that essence. What it means when it says that in the style guidelines is you want that essence of it finishes more dry, right? Finishes refreshing. Doesn't finish cloying sweet is what that really is saying. Because factually, it's not true. It does not actually finished dry and jeremy's um kind of smiling because he gets it and yeah. the, and, the, and the gist is is that there's a lot going on in this beer flavor wise and that low ethanol you know gives you enhanced character and you've got malt yeast mm ethanol you've got those esters that are really showcasing and then they all come together in a beautiful uh balanced beer style dark versions have a little bit different uh flavor profile with more richly bready or toasty um, flavors, uh, display of Maillard um, products and, um, and uh, byproducts. Certainly, uh, optional caramel is mentioned in the style guidelines, light like chocolate, but not roasted. So you don't want your Weizenbach or any of your Bach beers to display in roast. Um, dark fruits and esters are where really it's going to go. Plums, pears, um, dark grapes, fruit leather, raisins. Etc. And then the pale ver, ver, um, examples will be a little less of all of those malt notes and be more centric on the bready toasty essence of what yeah. the malt brings to the table. How'd I do?
0: That, I thought it was great. And you brought up something that I think is like, like beer 301. I mean, you lay down some knowledge of stuff. I haven't really, I never really thought about it that way, Julia, but you're absolutely right. This beer finishes dry insofar in, in as it leaves you wanting another sip. But when we lead into the mouthfeel of it, I mean, there's a there's a bit of residual sugar, there's a medium full to full body. A lot of that is a sugar like I just mentioned, but it gives us, I, I, I don't use this word for all beer styles, but I, I reserve it specifically for this one. The mouthfeel is fluffy. It's fluffy, it's creamy, it's full, it's soft, it's smooth. Um, you have this alcohol uh, warming that's that's medium, but it's also smooth. It just is like a little little pop. I imagine like a pillow scraping across my palate, and the alcohol just kind of puts it, pops its hand up just to kind of drag along my palate just just for a minute. Um, and, and that's kind of the sensation I get drinking this thing. Um, but the the carbonation is also medium to high, which kind of gives it a bigger impression. While it it kind of tends to dry it out to, at the very end, at the same time it, it's a very it's a very interesting beer just on mouthfeel alone. I feel like we could talk about mouthfeel for a, a while uh, on this thing, but uh, but we won't. Um, uh, just when you when you experience this beer, just pay attention. The aroma, the flavor, that's going to hit you in the nose because it's so good, so complex. But the mouthfeel is just interesting. I think. I think.
1: Well said. Well said.
0: So what uh, what other styles could we compare this this wonderful, unique beer to?
1: And I think it's helpful to talk style comparison. We overview it in every show of Sense of Beer Style. And it's also always covered in the style guidelines because this style falls into the German wheat beer category. Right. And it's stronger and richer than a German Weiss beer or a dunkels, which is a dark German Weiss beer. Uh, but yet it's not put into the the Bach beer category. This is a German wheat beer. That Weiss, that Weizen part of the word Weisenbach, is emphasizing the wheat aspect of this beer. More than 50 percent, um, Jeremy said, is the fermentable. Um, but it's brewed to Bach strength. It's more a wheat beer though than a Bach beer. And so you compare it to a Doppelbach, right? Um, but you don't have it as um, that category because it's so wheat centric. It is more similar, brother, sister, cousin kind of thing, yeah. to the Weiss beer and the Dunkels, um, the Dunkels vice beer. Uh, it can vary in strength, uh, certainly, um, but more to the Bach and Doppelbach range. Those are the style comparisons.
0: Yeah, and 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 so uh, if you were to try to find beers like this. Then I'll, I'll show you the. For granted, we're talking pale versions now, but uh, one of the one of the well-known and pretty easily found beers is this Iinger uh, Weisenbach uh, from Pale Version. And for and for those of you who are watching this, you can see this the color of my beer is kind of a darker gold. Um, and just absolutely delightful, but we're also looking at uh, a Distelhauser Weizenbach, uh, Ladenburger Weizenbach Hell, and of course, uh, if you another beer that's easily found as as far as I've seen is the Weinstaffoner Vitus. That is a classic that uh, that you know you can find. That is uh, th- those are the paler versions of the darker versions we talked about the more the maillard flavors we're talking that the, the plank bavarian dunkler uh weisenbach the pen uh weisenbach uh th- this word is hard for me to say the schaltner of Weisenbach. and then of course the one that julia is drinking she's got her uh, she'll put her glass up it's dark it's heady but the can or the bottle is purple and it says Aventinus. um this is one of this is the og uh, back in 1907, um, they created this and, and everyone's been trying to copy since. Uh, mm-hmm. These are the darker versions. Um, uh, if there's any craft breweries out there uh, that are brewing this, that is wonderful because the, the fresher this is, the better. But this could actually stand a little bit of age, particularly the darker ones. So just look for the word and, uh and life will be grand. But that's the commercial examples. Let's talk some numbers.
1: And numbers are helpful here. Uh, We always overview original gravity and final gravity. Uh, that has to do with the, uh, the weight of the beer against solids and solution, basically. And sometimes it gives you an indicator, the original gravity of the alcohol strength. Now, the beer lover doesn't need to know original gravity, but if you're a brewer, a home brewer, professional brewer, you do. And so the style range, the guideline range for the vital stats on OG for um, Weizenbach is 1064 to 1090. That is very close to then the ABV range, alcohol by volume, of 6.5 to 9.0. 1064, just think 6.4, 1090, just think 9, right? So there's your 6.5, just one point up to 9% ABV. And then final gravity talks about that residual sugar that I did emphasize on when talking flavor. Of 1015 to 1022. That is definitely one of the higher. If you look at the 100 plus styles within the 30 plus categories that BJCP has for styles, most of them are not going to be 1015 to 1022 or above. Um, They're going to be lower than that. So a high final gravity, which indicates a high final residual sugar, and then international bittering units that I talked about in flavor that balances that residual sugar is medium to smaller significant, 15 to 30, right? It depends on who's brewing it, but you get more towards that 30 range and your BU to GU gravity ratio is definitely going to um, show up more prominent and have that bitterness helping out and balancing more of that residual sugar. And then the SRM or color is 6 to 25. Why is that such a big number? Well, 6 means gold. The higher up you go, the darker it is if you studied your uh, standard reference method color chart. And 25 indicates this style has two types, a pale and a dark. So 6 would be gold in that pale that Jeremy was showing, all the way up to 25, which is certainly a darker version of what I'm holding here. And so you always will remember this easy kind of numbers slot into your brain for Weisenbach because there's such obvious clues when you really start to dissect the vital stats and that is a good uh, hopefully overview and a helpful overview of what is going on for vitals. What Jeremy then for um, ideal glassware and serving temperature would you want to share.
0: Well, before I go there, I I, want to jump in it once again, because we're talking about these wonderful German beers Mm -hmm. um, and just the way that my brain thinks. Obviously, these are, uh, these are Bach beers um, and, and all the rest of the Bach beers for the most part are, are like six, three to seven, three, you know, and so there's a pattern there. These Weizenbachs follow that pattern, but of course they're there's slightly elevated, so they go from box strength all the way up to like barley wine strength, which is in the eight to 12 range. And so the pattern there between the six and a half to nine for the ABV is consistent in context with other beers of its similar categories. Uh, same thing with like Doppelbox, it, it kind of occupies that similar space. And so you can relate this beer to other known factors when, you, when you're when you really trying to study these numbers and, and sear these numbers in your head same thing with ibus most of the germanic style beers are in the 20 to 30 range this one goes 15 to 30. why because this is a malt and fermentation forward beer so it dips down a little bit lower with the 15 Um, and 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 otherwise it it follows suit especially the stronger more malt you put in there you need a little bit more hops to kind of keep some balance in there so that follows a pattern julia you just talked about the srm I think one of the other things to mention with the alcohol, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, the carbonation. Remember, we talked about this in the mouthfeel. This is medium to high. Um, It's not uncommon to see uh, volumes of CO2 in the threes and maybe even dipping up into the fours because there's a lot of carbonation in there, and and volumes of CO2 is not a stat that, uh, comes in the BJCP. It's not one we talk about often, but I think we need to talk about it on the beers that fall outside the norm. Um, and so this is one of those beers that, that does that. Um, that being said, the glass and the temperature, I i will say the glass I'm holding up is basically a stemmed tulip. And this is my go-to glass when I don't have the right one. The right one for this would be a, a, a Wizen vase. Um, but uh, because of the strength of these, these are a Weizen box or stronger. I don't want a, a, a half liter or more when I'm trying to keep everything all together, if you know what I mean. Um, and so a Weizen vase would be uh, common, but, uh, but putting it in something uh, that tempers the, uh, the quantity of the beer is, is within uh, uh, reasonable in, in my estimation but julia you've got a a half liter stein do i did i see that correctly so julia who's half my size is just going full bore you know it's it, you know it, you know happy monday <laughs> everyone um and so there's there's no right or wrong way to do it but it but you can expect to see these in the weizen base uh, just as long as we're mindful of that um let's uh temperature wise um these are you know my general rule of thumb is the lighter and lower ABV they are, the colder I want them to be. The stronger and darker, the warmer I want them to be. So we're talking in, in the world of between 40 and 50 degrees Fahrenheit or about 4 to 10 degrees Celsius. Uh, I'd want these right in that middle range. Um, and if it's a darker one like Julia has, I'm thinking closer to 6 or 7 Celsius or or uh, or 46, 7, 47 degrees Fahrenheit. And, and slightly on the lower sc- and with the darker ones. W- why, you know, honestly, because as a beer warms up, you get all these wonderful new expressions of different flavors, the beer changes. And with this particular beer, as it warms up, it usually has new and wonderful stories to uh, whispered in, into your nose uh, and, and into your palate. Um, and so it, I, I encourage you, that's what, another reason why I love this glass. If it's too cold, I can, hold it. I can hold the base of the glass in my hand and warm it up. If it's too warm, I can hold it by the stem and I can, I can control the temperature in my experience. That's my take on, on, uh, on the temperature for these beers. Do you have anything to add to that before we get into pairings, Julia?
1: I, what you shared, ditto. Well, well, well described and be okay to go out of the box. I'm not the traditional glassware. Um, and I will defend myself. It's a half liter. I'm, I'm a half pint, you know, <laughs> And my Aventinus, the original, right, Weizen Doppelbach from Schneiderweiss is 8.2% alcohol. So I'm aware of that. I'm a big girl, and I'm going to drink every sip.
0: Yeah, you you cleared your schedule.
1: (laughs) I I cleared my schedule. We record our show usually at the end of the day, at the end of the workday. And I will lead into food pairings, which is super fun to, to always share. And you are catching me at a wistful moment where I am reminded by this beer style of chicken and dumplings and when I had my first child there's a, a food train and sweet wonderful people that we sometimes didn't even know in the course of several weeks bought us meals because we we had our first child and it was the first time in my home I ever had chicken and dumplings and I've been making it since but I haven't made it in a while and I really want chicken and dumplings with this bison bak. you know You've got wheat flour, it is the base of so many things that we eat on the bread product side and dumplings would be in that vein. So I see a lot of synergy there. Chicken is somewhat of a, a backdrop protein, respect to vegetarians and vegans out there. But when you prepare chicken, it's more like white paint and whatever you do to it will be influenced. And so you get a little char on that chicken and you not burn it, but then you're getting to the Maillard reaction, what we're talking about from not the wheat malt, but from that you know, Munich and Vienna malt that might be snuck in there to make your Weizenbach. So I see total synergy with that. And then also on craftbeer.com where we have a lot of the common pairings that I have um, always referenced over the years, Manchego cheese. It's a little nutty. It's a little more intense, but it's not over the top like Swiss, you know, more intense flavors. Uh, it's, it's a medium level cheese, and I love that. And then clearly banana bread is, is a slam dunk obvious one. The sweeter the banana bread, the more it would go with a Weizenbach um, as opposed to just your Weiss beer or Dunkel Weiss. So that's, that's what I share, Jeremy. What would you like to add?
0: you know and with this beer i i, I want to contrast it i mean this this beer it to me is banana bread and glass i want something savory to go with this and and uh, a bratwurst a uh, uh, you know a schnitzel anything like fried with those like darker savory flavors would be amazing with this um i and that little lemon note that comes through with the wheat malt i'd love to try that with like a like a a lemon meringue type of thing and see what happens there. You mentioned Manchego, my favorite cheese of all time. And that would be amazing. One thing to mention that I think is interesting is I thought I had a slam dunk when I paired this with a Dutch apple pie. We had Dutch apple pie, the acidity and the sweetness and the the sweet pie crust uh, paired with a beer like this. And I tried it and it was an absolute train wreck. We had some major cancellation going on there. And so what I thought was going to be great ended up being awful. So it, it, it pays to try this out. And, and, and if it goes well, try and figure out why, if it goes poorly, try and figure out why.
1: Absolutely. Um, Teaching teaching moments are those train wreck of pairings. uh, Also not just the home runs. So I, I love that you remember that and that you remember somewhat why, Um, If they canceled and negated each other, instead of highlighted and helped, you know, one plus one equals five is my my statement for home runs. And if it's not doing that, then that's a teaching moment. So I like you share you sharing that example as well.
0: Yeah, but that is Weisenbach, and I hope that everyone can go out and find a Weisenbach. You don't have to absolutely love it, but I urge you to go experiencing it, uh, experience it and try and figure out how you can use it and apply it to your next incredible meal and incredible experience. But until then, thank you for listening, and cheers.
1: Cheers. Thank you for listening to A Sense of Beer Style, the essential beer style training for those who want to lead in food and beverage. With Advanced Cicerone's me, Julia.
0: And me, Jeremy.
1: Tune into the next episode as we continue exploring the world of beer styles and what to make of them. We encourage you to listen to the prepisodes to build your foundation and better understand beer styles.
0: And before the next episode, I'd like to ask you to review the show and let us know what you'd like featured in upcoming episodes. Until next time, here's to you and your sense of beer style. Thank you for listening.
1: Cheers. Cheers.